Hello. Hello. <laughs> I hate the first word. It's the worst. Hi, I'm Katie. And I'm Darcy. And this is the No Concept Podcast. We got through that part okay. Whew, that's the hardest part. I might fall asleep at the microphone today. <laughs> we'll, oh, we'll see. My coffee is on that table. <laughs> on the break, so far I'm away. getting the coffee. So far away. Luckily, I'm in a wheelie chair. Hold on. <laughs> We need a break for coffee. We got it. Wheelie <laughs> Okay. So, uh, well, I guess first of all, I feel like we just need to put a disclaimer out there. I've been traveling. Darcy's been traveling. <laughs> this podcast is coming out tomorrow, August 4th, and we're recording it August 3rd. Yes. On a time crunch, so... We live for a deadline, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> all the best stuff happens when... I've been around kids. I've been uh, staying with my cousins in Breckenridge, and there's a lot of little kids running around. And I realized I just have the worst potty mouth for some reason. <laughs> so I'm trying. To, did you? I'm just trying to reel it back. Wait, holy smokes! And I don't know if I do really in my day to day life that much, but like, I go through phases sometimes. I would say I don't cuss. Yeah. As a whole, I don't. I just don't. But. There is times where I'm like, whoa, why did I say that word? Yeah, Ross was really lucky, and his parents taught him that cussing makes you sound dumb. <laughs> like, you, yeah. you can't think of another word to use. Right. And so he just always stuck with that, and I was like, oh, that would have been a fantastic thing See, to I know. See, I just didn't. It was never. I honestly, I couldn't even say fart growing up. Really? Right. Fart. I, my mom wanted me to say fluff. Sucks. Sucks was the bad word. Oh, yeah. Ass, I yeah. And that I sucks. still, though, I do that to my nephew. I catch yeah. myself. I'm like, don't say that. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm not like, don't say crap. You know, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I said Crap. My grandma always said shit, and my mom says it sometimes, or she used to. So actually, it's a fun game we play at my house now <laughs> where we intentionally cuss, but only like the shit, hell, damn. Yeah. Just like as much as we damn well please. <laughs> and just like in ways that it doesn't even make sense. We'll be like, what the shit? Like, it doesn't. And my mom kind of, Fringes. sometimes she likes it, and then sometimes she's like, stop it. <laughs> it was so, yeah, the cousins I was with, uh, my cousin Hannah. Hi, Hannah. Uh, like one of her brothers or sisters would say something like mildly edgy. You know, they would say like, yeah, and then, you know, her face got rearranged or like something stupid. And she would go, Isaac Robert. <laughs> like, <laughs> such a little, like she's very much a middle kid, but was the mother hen of yeah. this group. And I was like, I have never, I've never like. You've never middle named someone? Filtered something, Taylor said. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things. Taylor says, my brother says that I would like to be like, oh my God, please don't say that. But I've never like You've never actually corrected scolded that. Yeah. <laughs> it was very strange for me for adult siblings to be <laughs> checking each other like that. It was funny. Yeah. But, I don't know. I feel like my brother and sister maybe No, not not in that way. That's a pretty maternal way to to scold someone. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, so anyways, we obviously have our ducks in a row. So I'm going to just go on the record. Darcy does not have a hat on. Oh, I do. It's, oh, well, no, I have it in the box. Oh. Wait, well, we can do that when our guest is here. Okay. We'll, we carry our microphones. Our, pod, our whole podcast studio fits in a Rubbermaid tub, <laughs> for which I have lost the lid. So, you know, my hat's fine. I there. probably have a lid that matches that size because somehow I end up with more lids than totes. Perfect. So, um I guess then, Darcy, did you learn something this week? Yes, I did. Okay. What What did you learn? Probably. Um, what did you learn? Did you watch what? The Office? <laughs> no. You could have Well, learned. I did watch The Office. And Jan did that to her oh. daughter. I watched that one recently. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jan. So, 
I went and saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood uh, last week. And there's like a really weird little subtle nod to like Natalie Wood. So I was like trying to remember. I was trying to tell Ross like who was on the boat with Natalie Wood when she disappeared and like why it, you know, lines up. I don't up. think I know a lot about that either. Well, she was m- married to Robert Wagner and was in a movie with Christopher Walken. And Robert Wagner had been getting really, really jealous. And there was also a boat captain and Natalie Wood. And these were the four people on the boat. Whoa. And so the boat captain went down for the night and heard them all arguing and fighting and whatever. And then I don't know if it was just in the morning or later that night, Robert Wagner was like, oh, yeah, Natalie Wood disappeared. Like, we don't know where she is. She disappeared. And he's like, oh, my gosh, we'll call the Coast Guard. We'll look, whatever. And Robert Wagner was like, eh, you know, pump the brakes. <laughs> but then her body was found just just one mile away from the boat. Like, so, so Christopher Walken, Robert Wagner are probably the only two people who actually know what happened to her. Do you think we can get Christopher Walken on here to talk about this with us? I think he would never talk about it with anyone. <laughs> but my... what about two people from Nebraska? It's a, there's a shot. There's a shot. Uh, yeah. You know, and maybe they don't know. Maybe she... That's crazy. Maybe she tripped off the deck. Who knows? But That anyway. seems a little but, suspicious. Oh, here's what I learned, though. Yeah. So she was, her whole life, deathly afraid of water because her mom, when her mom was pregnant, went and saw a psychic and the psychic was like, you're going to have a girl, and she's going to drown. Like, that's how she's going to die. And the mom told her that. So Natalie Wood, like, wouldn't swim, like, was, like, even got, like, panicky, like, in a bathtub. With her. Like, I know. That's the way. That's, I'm like, why were you on the boat? Anyway. Right. So that's the, that's the lore of Natalie Wood, as it were. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I, I, I feel like that's going to be the new thing I obsess and read about. and Yeah, get into it. I'm sure there's movies, right? <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll find some a documentary. Yeah, there's, there's lots of good stuff there. So, um, Okay, well, mine is less interesting. Well, but it has a, I feel like it has a natural tie-in. So I'm, I'm just embracing it. And it literally fell in my lap on the drive here. Ah. Thank you, Ashley Rohde. <laughs> Did you know, this is word for word the text that she sent me this morning. And I don't think she knew I was taping the podcast. Yeah. So I was like... I didn't know that. It was just pure. Did you know a group of butterflies is called a rabble? A rabble of a, butterflies? A rabble. That feels like it doesn't fit. I hope this isn't a typo, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That feels like it doesn't fit because right. they're so smooth and, you know, majestic. Yeah. A rabble. Like, uh, well, you know, a group of pugs. Pug dogs is a grumble. I did not. A grumble of pugs. <laughs> yeah. So what would you call a group of high school girls? Oh, God. <laughs> I just call him an oh, God. <laughs> I don't have an answer for that. But a pack. Our, maybe a pack. That a would click. A pack or a click. Mm-hmm. A click, yeah. So, Darcy, <laughs> do you know what it would be like to be in high school in 2019? <gasps> uh, uh, do you have any concept of that? <laughs> so, here's my only interaction with high school kids, really, to speak of. Um I taught at Summer on. I did a a day at Summer Honors, which is a high school like, you know, gifted sort of class thing, and they have a filmmaking course. And I taught a group of high school kids for a day, and that Gen Z thing is real. Like it, it's the first group of people that I've interacted with and been like, oh, I don't know who you are. <laughs> like like your their outlook is just so. Um, different and I would you know um, I don't know how to describe it really oh 
Well, she just walked in. <laughs> Here's our guest. Yeah. So um, we're just going to take a little break here, and then we'll get into it. Bye. Bye. Okay. We are back with our guest, um, Kelsey Belgum. Do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself, Kelsey? Hi, I'm Kelsey Belgum. I just graduated from Holdridge High School, and I will be attending UNL in the fall. Okay. What are you studying? I'm going in undeclared, but I'm kind of thinking right now interior design and landscaping. I think it's cool. absolutely brutal that they make 18-year-olds pick out the rest of their life. It just seems very, very cruel. <laughs> yeah. So I started as an architecture major at oh, UNL, really? which is exactly the same as what you would do in interior design. Yeah. So are you taking visual literacy? No, do I'm not. Do they still do that? I'm not. Oh. Well, that was, the, in the past that was the whole podcast. first year. And I actually just, um, when I was in Portland last week, um, I reconnected with a friend of mine that I met at architecture camp because yeah. that's a thing. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. It was actually a really fun camp. But um, I, so I met her at camp and then she also did architecture. Maybe she did interior design freshman year. I can't remember which one. But anyways, our classes were very similar. I don't think we ever actually had a class together, though. You want a, okay, land- I will when I you want a landscape design internship, I know, who to, I know who to call for you. Okay. Did you say that was the other one was landscape? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I've, I've got, got that would be really cool. Have you ever too. worked? Do you know Brock? You've met Brock, yeah. our friend yeah. Brock Steinbrink. Yeah, is incredible. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you want somebody to learn yeah. from? He's great. This is okay. actually why we brought you here to be yeah, like, we're and just, then I did this. <laughs> and I, I have just, a friend. <laughs> I just like to offer internships that I don't have constantly. <laughs> I, like, do, oh, I we get can that too, though. Like, when I, when <laughs> I had the interns when I worked in Lincoln, I would be like, when you need a job, you can talk to this person. Or like, I'd like, I worked on a couple of boards there, so there would be fundraisers that I would invite people to, and I would find myself like introducing them to people. I'm like, what am I doing? How did I become this person? But anyway, I mean, I suppose there's worse traits to have. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so um, we'll cover Darcy's hat real quick. It kind of looks like something you'd wear for landscaping. Oh, yeah. Um, it's a Great. beautiful sun visor. Um, my friend, Ashley, again, twice in one episode, just sent me from a baseball game a text that she was there was a girl that she's one of those like disgustingly perfect beautiful girls Mm. and like me obviously (laughs) Kelsey's getting us at our best right now I have zero makeup on I was like scrambling to get out of the house I was on a train till 2 a.m. last night (laughs) we are all doing awesome so um but anyways she's like always perfect hair makeup always perfect I went into her bathroom one time and I cannot even begin to guess how many makeup brushes she had. Like, more than 30. I mean, I have like six in my makeup bag. Probably if I got out every makeup brush I've ever owned, I could come up with 30. But they're like dirty or have been thrown away. or They're all perfect and clean and in cups on her counter. I'm like, that's the secret. Makeup brushes. brushes. Just lots of brushes. And clean them like you say that you're going to, but you don't. Oh, here's what I should have said I learned. <laughs> you guys, you know this. I'm sure this will be a great segue for you because I'm your <laughs> youth. Um, <laughs> well, I don't watch uh, I don't watch any online makeup stuff. I just really don't. It just doesn't do it for me. Like, I know people find it really Those soothing tutorials or, or whatever, yeah. You can buy nude colored eyeliner. Like... And you buy it slightly lighter, like a concealer. You buy it slightly kind of lighter. Kind of just like, so that's like an eye brightener or a brightener? Yeah, and you put it on what's called your waterline, which yeah. is a part of your eye I didn't particularly I, know about. I put eyeliner on my waterline Yeah, lot. but you line it with um, this nude eyeliner, and it makes you look super young and fresh and awake. I and I watched, I watched my cousins apply it one at a time, and I was like, <gasps> like what's happening? I want that. And my little... Uh, 
10-year-old niece, Hallie, her mother was like, what do I do with it? And Hallie's like, you put it on your water line. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. That's crazy. Yeah. So I don't know anything about that. but Oh. So um, anyway, so the girl was at a baseball game, and Ashley was like, she has a visor on, and she looks so cute, and I want a visor. And <laughs> sorry, Ashley, I love you, but... Like, she has to buy men's hats because they're, <laughs> oh. her head is big. And I was like, well, I'm like, well, number awesome. one, do they sell that visor in the men's department? <laughs> just add a bow. Just add a bow. But, so that, like, her next has, next message, though, was like, but it's, and then she said the name. And she's like, so, you know, it could just be that she looks good in anything. Hmm. So, anyways, maybe it was a visor like yours. And actually, this visor ties, so that could fit any size head. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ashley, yeah, I found visor. your visor. <laughs> okay, well, we can move on from Ashley now. Thanks, Ashley. Uh, um, uh, okay, so I think we'll just get right into what it is like to be in high school. And I, I feel like I don't feel that old most of the time until I start. I just started thinking about this, like how much has changed in the, like, 18 years since I was in high school. I graduated in 2001. 18 years. Wow. I'm so young, you guys. Uh, 2001 is 2005, so 14. So 14 years. That's the only way I can find out that math. <laughs> Subtraction. Also 19 plus 5. Yeah. Or minus 5. No, nope, I don't have it. I don't have it. Um, so, yes, we, we're, we're a little dated here. Um, I guess let's just start off, Kelsey, like, what do you think the hardest part, the biggest challenge is to get through high school somewhat unscathed? Or do you feel like you got out of it unscathed, I guess? I, I kind of feel like I did. But I think you just got to, like, from the beginning, if you don't want to do something, say no. And then they just leave you alone. Oh, just say like, no. Like, oh, Nancy my gosh. Reagan. Classic, just say no. She's not going to do it. Like, why would we even go ask her? So, like, <laughs> if you just do that, then you should be fine. Just figuring out who you are, which I mean, like, I'm still working on, but, like, what you oh, no, you have to know. Yeah, this is it. No, by yeah. now. <laughs> That's the biggest lie, I think. Like, I'm still like, who am I? If you I don't know who I am, let me know. No, but, like, you're being, like, what you want to be a part of and saying no to things and then... Well, and having the confidence to do it. Yeah, exactly. And, like, just finding your people, I guess you could say. Go through a lot of that in high school being like, oh, I, I don't really want to do what you're doing anymore, so... I don't really support that or something like that, or you don't want to go along with that. So. Where do you think that some of that confidence comes from to make those choices? Do you think it's parents? Do you think it's classmates, friends? Do you think it's um, church? I mean, is it the sports? Is, you know, like, what is? what do you think is the motivating factor for you? I would say, like, my parents or, like, sports just because I'm so – I'm really competitive, and so, like, I never wanted to lose my spot and stuff. So, like, people are like, let's go drink or something. I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, <laughs> I can't – what if I got caught? I can't do that. Like, yeah. especially, like, my parents have put money in for me to play club. Like, I just feel like I'm disappointing them, and I'm the pleaser. So, like, that'd be – Because you're the oldest. Yeah. You're the firstborn. Well, yeah. yeah. I'm an oldest, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I get it. I'm and so, you. yeah, I just felt like – but then I feel like once you get into the environment, like – I had my volleyball girls, and that's where I met a lot of my friends. And usually, like, especially in small towns, you play each sport. So, like, they'd be on dance team with me, and then we'd run track together. So we were always kind of together. And so, like, if they have the same values as you, I feel like it's 
helpful to be like, oh, okay, like they're behind me on this, so like I'm not standing alone. Yeah. Do you feel, yeah. Kelsey, do you feel like you get communication information overload? Do you, does it stress you out or is it just such a natural part of your rhythm you don't think about it? Um, sometimes it stresses me out, like especially like Instagram and stuff like that, that you're like, oh my God, they're out doing stuff. I gotta go do stuff. Or right. Stuff FOMO. Like that. I believe that's FOMO, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, I finally got to the point where I'm more confident about myself that I'm like, okay, like sometimes I just have to shut off Instagram and like all my social media and just put it away and just be like, okay, I'm happy with where I'm at in the world. Like, I don't need to be like snooping and see what they're doing or. Who's That's a good skill to learn. That is, to have that at 18 is pretty impressive because I feel like it took me a while. I still have trouble with it. Yeah. Like I when yeah. I go up by Valentine, I've done that every year when I go tubing at Niobrara, there's no cell signal. And the first year, I think it kind of threw us. And now, like, it's kind of like one of the best parts. Like when we're driving on the road down to the campsite, I'm like, say goodbye to your phone because you get nothing. Yeah. There, there's like, you can't try to send a text. There's nothing. And so it's like a solid two days of you're just disconnected from the world. And I love it when I'm there. You know, like I used I used to, my mom was with me this time that I went, but usually I'm like, this is where I'm at. So if there's an emergency, you know, someone, whatever, call here, they'll find me. But otherwise, I'm not going to have cell signal until Sunday when we pull out, you know. When did you get a phone? What age? Um, I was in sixth grade and I had one of those so was I. prepay phones, you know? Yeah, that girl. Was so cool. See that? StarTac flip phone. That's, oh, yeah. that's one of the big differences between you and I because mm-hmm. I had, I used my dad's cell phone in high school sometimes, but I didn't have my own phone until I graduated. I did I drive think. 20 miles a day from the time I was 14, so, you know. Well, but I drove <laughs> 10 miles. Yeah. We just yeah. didn't have cell phones. My dad, first he had like a bag phone. And it was still cool to take that sometimes, but it was less cool than when he got like the brick. Yeah, it wasn't the one that had the tiny flip down part, but there was. It was like, oh, um, I don't know. It was like angled at the end, and it was huge. I mean, the thing literally weighed like ten pounds. Yeah, yeah. And then I got my own Nokia phone that the face of it came off. You could Cute. buy like for ten dollars all the different Cute. colors to put on it. And the buttons could be different colors. Ooh. Yeah. Do you remember texting? This is my one little side. Do you remember texting when you'd have to go like C C to do an S you had to hit the button four times a few times to get the letter and then you'd let it sit. You're like, okay, that's the letter. But you got so good at it because you did it enough that you could like I could do it without looking at it. Yeah. I could not do it now to save my it's life. Truly but, terrible. Yeah. But yeah, like I, you just did it enough. It was really upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then they came out with the phones with the keyboard on the back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sidekicks. Did you have a sidekick? No, I no, was I too cool. I, I always thought they were ugly. Yeah. So, so you had a phone in sixth grade. Yeah. But it was was that was it mainly was, just like for safety? Like yeah, it was just because I walked home from middle school, and mm-hmm. so to make sure. Got home okay and stuff like that. Do you think that was on par with the rest of your class? Did you was there a pact between the parents to like not give them phones till sixth grade or kind of like a lot of us did? I think it sixth grade, but I know a lot of people got theirs in like fifth or fourth, mm-hmm. just depending who walked home. Yeah, more so it was on their own more. So you have had a phone all the way through junior high, high yeah. school. Um, does that change like the? I'm trying to think, like, the, the dating aspect of high school. Like, is a lot of that now done by a text and social media and that um, kind of stuff? Or is it still in person? Or 
I think for like high school it's all in person but like you know your middle school boyfriend or girlfriend it was all it was basically just over the like you were texting and they'd be like that's my boyfriend but I can't go talk to him because I'm too shy or something like that but mainly it's it's still in person okay well that's good because I feel like you need to have those skills a little bit yeah I have a I have a question that she just said something that made me think it she said your high school boyfriend or girlfriend and I thought do you have any uh homosexual classmates friends people who are out like comfortable with their sexuality at your age and younger um yeah i actually have one friend that's yeah but i know we have a couple in the school yeah, like one of my really good friends i knew i met when i was in high school or like right after but he didn't come out until we were 28. yeah i think that's more typical but I for think us that you know college like a lot has of people i knew didn't come out to college yeah yeah, he probably came out a little later. Than, yeah. Like, I feel like most people would be, like, 20, early 20s, 25-ish, maybe is more of a norm for my generation. And we maybe. had a pretty, yeah. we had, you know, it's, what, 10% of the population or something. And I think, you know, when you look back at our alumni and our, you know, who was going to school there, it, that's about right. You know, we had a pretty on par with the national average of who was having those feelings and things. And, and nobody, literally no one in my high school felt comfortable coming out. Right. Which I thought so was, I think that's probably, I was curious yeah. about. <laughs> that's probably just the only thing that changes that the comfort level, right? Like they feel yeah. like it's it's more accepted, yeah. so they will come out earlier. I think so. Yeah. Um, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I guess. <laughs> no, yeah, I believe. But you have one friend who is out, yeah. and then a few more in the school. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's definitely different, I think. Yeah. Than what my experience oh yeah, because there was definitely no one in my high school. Mm-mm. I guess while we're on that topic, so I know, like when I was in high school. I will go on the record. I was a virgin. <laughs> I'm not going to ask anyone else here at this table this question. I was too. I'm going to say. You can say, ask me. I was. <laughs> Mercy wasn't. Just a liar. No. It's <laughs> so rude. <laughs> Anyways, it was very common. Like, I had, I did have friends that had had sex, but it was very, very common not to have. Like, I didn't yeah. feel, like, shamed like you would see in the movies. Or, like, no. I can't go to college a virgin. Like, no. Most of my friends were. Like, would you still say that, like, at, or I guess let's just say, like, High school wise, you know, like I don't, I'm not gonna say like in your group of three best friends, how many, you know, your mom yeah. wants to know. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Um, like percentage wise, I guess, how many high school seniors do you think are probably sexually active? Um, honestly, I would say like 60%. Okay. 50. That feels right. Just kind of depends. I know, like, I have friends who like haven't, and then I've also have friends who have. So, like, I mean, Either way. It's mm-hmm. about even, I would say. So that, I mean, that's probably lower than I would have expected maybe for a change. I mean, because. Honestly, I kind of, I kind of feel like, I kind of <laughs> feel like this generation is a bit um, less edgy. You know what I mean? They're like, all. Not as cool. Well, they're just all friends with their parents. <laughs> they're good kids. They're just like <laughs> hanging out, you know? Um I don't know. And I just think the conversation around sex has changed so much <laughs> from when we were in high school, what the messaging was. I mean, it was it was illicit. It was sexy. It was not talked about. You know what I mean? It, it felt... Yeah, the, it had a little bit more power because it was like this mysterious, like, it was kind of like a a badge that you'd have. Like, yeah. oh, she did what? And now you it's know? like... What's your sexuality? What's your gender identity? What's your... Which wasn't even an issue when I was... Consent. Let's talk about the conversation around consent. Like, do they teach consent in school? Yes, they do. Especially, like, 
I went to my orientation for college, and that was a big thing. Like, they showed a video being like, if she doesn't answer or he doesn't answer, does that mean yes? If they're drunk and they say yes, that is not a yes, and just mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, Which yeah. was not a topic that existed at all for me at that point. At Sorority Rush, they gathered us all into a room, females only, <laughs> into a room and talked about... Uh, sexual assault and like well, one that's where the problem lies. Women, yeah, it's all the, it's the. <laughs> glad we're only telling the women this yeah. that one in four women is sexually assaulted, and they're like, yeah, check your skirt length. No, <laughs> they, what, what are you not. wearing? Yeah, did you act like? Let's take no, a look here. We're going no. down the wrong road. But like that, <laughs> no. But like that language of victim blaming, all that stuff is still newer than like my college experience, even let alone high school. You know what I mean? Yeah. See, I rushed. Even I quit. I don't know, day two or three. But I don't remember it, period, at anything. Mm-hmm. Which, to be fair, could be that I have a tor- terrible memory and it was 18 years ago. <laughs> yeah. But I don't ever remember it even being broached as a topic. Yeah. Yeah. It, um, well, and then we had a, an assault um, at a party in the sorority, too. And then it became a bigger thing. You know, then it was another round of things and but the language is still very much like girls you don't leave a sister alone at a party it was very much girls protect yourselves rather than consent like yeah boys don't be rapists (laughs) that's right wild that's that's wildly new messaging (laughs) that is that is i mean and that might just be new like last five years maybe yeah i don't know yeah how much is that i guess prevalent do you think that like that kind of environment do you feel that like pack mentality a little bit like you have to stay together still yes and you're like 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 you know never leave your drink unattended even you know like your coke like you know like is that something that you think about yes definitely like even like i've had friends who've like gone to college last year and they're like okay a couple rules for you do not leave your drink always stay by who you come with like you guys just gotta watch out for each other because like it does don't do, don't drink the jungle juice <laughs> college don't, don't drink the jungle juice <laughs> but, um, that's not a joke no yeah no definitely that's for, that's for men and women going to college don't drink the jungle juice <laughs> i remember when i was in high school feeling like that whole party scene which i wasn't ever like super active in it but i was there i, w- I went to the the parties, but the parties that I'm visualizing are like 12 people in a room hanging out. <laughs> Very rarely was there alcohol involved when you we were in high school. In college, yes, there was alcohol. Um, but like in movies, I mean, it looks like some very wealthy person, their parents are always gone. You're trashing the house. It's like kegs. I mean, where are these 16-year-olds getting the kegs? I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah. But I was not friends with that kid. No. So... I know, like, when I was at that age, I, I knew it was inaccurate. And now I watch those movies, and instead of thinking it's inaccurate, I automatically am like, oh, this is what kids today are dealing with. Yeah. You know, like, they are just doing coke in the bathrooms. So, yeah. like, do you watch movies now and yeah. think, like, this isn't real? Or is it, I mean, are there a lot of people doing coke in the bathrooms? No, I yeah. don't Besides people you doing, and your yeah. coke habit. I'm dealing with it, okay? <laughs> no. That is a joke. <laughs> no, but I, yeah, I watch movies. I'm like, yeah, this isn't true. Like, you don't see a lot of that. Or I haven't been around any of that. So I'm like, have you, there's no party like this. Have like, you a seen, destroyed. Have you seen drugs at all? Have you been around? Have you 
ever not <laughs> this is not a personal question but have you ever encountered anyone using drugs offering drugs been exposed to them in any way yeah um I would say no like they're I know they're in the school because like we have drug dogs and stuff come but like I guess I like we do have people who jewel and vape yeah. all the time now <laughs> yeah I wanted is... to talk about jeweling <laughs> I don't get it I don't understand how we're back to smoking yeah, it came back around. Yeah, I know. I don't get it either. Okay. Well, you're no help. It's I know. It's sexy robot smoking. Sexy robot smoking. In the beginning, everyone just thought it was like, it's not as bad as like smoking a cigarette, which really it, it's like so much it, worse. It's worse for <laughs> yeah. you, but it I think is. it's just the new like, it's electronic, it's cool. Like, it's like back in the day when smoking yeah. was cool. I think it's just the new version that of that. That same so mentality like, again. Ooh, yeah. It does I, not look cool. I've seen a lot of jewels. They do not look cool. No, yeah, <laughs> I never look so cool. So I called my nephew while I was driving here because I was like, what am I forgetting? What do I need to ask her? And he texted me just a little bit ago, and that's what he said, that a huge thing is the jeweling and vaping. And he thinks the biggest reason kids do it is because they think it's safer than cigarettes. Lie, right? Yeah. I mean, it's just as bad. It's just as addictive, except for maybe more so because you don't have that reminder of, like, each cigarette that, like, you've just smoked a pack a day or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. Also, it doesn't smell bad. So mm. y- you don't know. There's no social consequences right. for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I just it just baffles me that how are we back in this place where smoking <laughs> is cool again? I don't know. Like as soon as smoking was, was banned from bars and public places, it feels like like for me, like – if I'm talking to a guy like to potentially date him, I find out he's a smoker. Like deal breaker. What Period. would you do if you went on a date and somebody pulled out a jewel? Oh my god! Or like a vape pen? I, I, I honestly I think just I like, would just be like, my leg fell I off. Have like, I have to go. I can't even lie about a good reason to get out of here because I don't feel like I need to anymore. Because you just pulled out a yeah. I don't think it's the one. It's one of the few things, and maybe it's maybe older people always feel this way. It's one of the few things that I'm like, older people know that is deeply not cool. No, it's like you douchey. Just, like we know how dumb you look, and like. Yeah. I, I don't know why they can't see it. Yeah. Usually young people are, well, maybe not, but usually young people are good at <laughs> sniffing out things that look lame. <laughs> it is the worst. I cannot think of anything less attractive than yeah, a guy. So like, I would go on a date with a guy wearing sweatpants in public before I would go on a guy a date with a guy. Are you not supposed to wear sweatpants today? On a date? I feel like we're much more aware, right? We're m- more educated. I don't know, I feel like those truth commercials were hitting pretty hard on MTV when I was in high school. And maybe that's the difference is that it was, yeah, it was like ingrained in us more that it's gross. Mm -hmm. And the smell. I think the smell is a lot, so maybe that's why the jewel has the appeal. The smell and the yellow teeth, that's what they would show us. Yeah. And the black lungs in the Tupperware container. (laughs) Will you still get that from a jewel? Your your lungs are still going to turn black. Can you, I guess jewel pods are only tobacco, Yeah. So. Well, I don't know. You can't load up weed into a jewel, right? Or can you? I think there's certain ones you can. You can, like, put your own oil in it or whatever? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, there's that, a benefit. That would, scare, <laughs> that would scare me as a parent, too. Yeah. yeah. Do you watch a lot of YouTube? Do you watch a lot of stuff online? Um, Not really. No? Is that your I thing? don't know why, but I just find it kind of like, I'll do it for, like, makeup because yeah. I'm not very good at makeup, so, like, I'm trying to learn before <laughs> college, like, oh, I got to bake here. What's baking? <laughs> I got to, I'll do all this stuff, so. Kind you do of, baking but, with your jewel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what slang words do we not know about? No. Slang words? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of, like, examples. I don't know. I can't think of anything. 
I wonder if I'm a cringy adult sometimes because I use a lot of that. Stuff. I do too. It was all internet lingo that we use on social. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like all hot the girl abbreviations. It's hot girl summer. Hot girl summer. Constantly. Yes. Yeah. Who is that? I can't think of. Who but I don't know if like young people do you cringe when I say hot girl summer. <laughs> it doesn't bother me. <laughs> I can't yeah, think of who it is. Yes. Who's the singer? <laughs> she says I'm too Who's the person that hot girl summer is from? Stallion. Megan the Stallion. Yeah, Megan the Stallion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just heard about this like last week. <laughs> I'm really cool. I know about it. Hot girl summer. Yeah, I was gonna say slang that we don't know. Oh, no. yeah. We like, didn't know. You mentioned the social media when we were talking offline. Oh yeah, Visco. Visco. Oh yeah, Visco. We did. I didn't know about that. I tried yeah, to. I tried I've to get you to it. watch TikTok with me, and she didn't have it. <laughs> <laughs> She's too cool for a TikTok. Yeah, TikTok's uh, already over. Yeah. <laughs> I went. So you my use, You went, don't use Facebook. <laughs> the only reason I use Facebook was for. For dance team, we posted all our dances on there to learn, so I used it for that. And then I. But Facebook is for old people. Yeah. Yeah. I like to catch up on what my like my grandma just got Facebook. I get on there sometimes, like for it to entertain me. I guess you could say, <laughs> like just kind of funny. So like, you have one, you just don't use it regularly. Yeah. But you use Instagram regularly. Yep, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, and then Visco. Which one do you use the most? Probably Snapchat and then probably Visco. And then goes Instagram, Twitter. Tell us what Visco is. Visco is like Instagram, but you can't see the likes on it. And then you can't see like who retweeted it or something like that. And then you have to click on the picture to even see the comment. Oh. It's like, it's supposed to be the relaxed version, I guess you could say, of Instagram. Like It's like a purer form. Yeah. And you can't see how many followers you have. What satisfaction do you get from that? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's more relaxed instead of being like Instagram being like oh my gosh like mm-hmm. she has this gorgeous picture I gotta go get a good like you know like mm-hmm. or I need more followers how do I get more followers and like yeah huh just, yeah yeah that's interesting yeah Visco is it V-I-S-C-O yeah okay um let's see I'll show you it real quick so we've talked about jeweling and how it's super so cool and not so bad cool. for you. Oh, yeah. It's like a nice minimalist logo. Yeah. Not obnoxious. Oh, that and is cool. Yeah, I do like that. It's very, like, aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. I, I want to join Visco. Are you kidding? Do you know how many people already draw in Visco? <laughs> <laughs> and then just, like, pictures like that. Oh. Like, just kind of artsy or, like, Reminds me a like little bit of, like, uh, like a see. Tumblr. Oh. Or like almost even just stuff like that. And like yeah. Some people repost, so you could be like, "Oh, I don't know who that is," but like it shows them reposting. So you have friends on there. They just yeah. you just can't like your followers. Like they don't know how many. But follow, like, are there names on the pictures? Like your so name can anyone really follow you? Like could I go in there and follow anyone I wanted to? Yeah. They don't. You don't have to accept it. Usually, people are like not private on it though, so you could just follow whoever. Okay. So are there names on it, the ones who posted it? Or just yeah. that it's on the bottom? It's like, really small. It's just small. your username. Yeah. But it's really small. It's not like... It's not like, Katie posted this thing. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. You it's have like, to be, like, really paying attention. You're right. It does feel it. more artsy and, like... Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's oh, interesting. Yeah. Hmm. I like that. Okay. And it's less, like, pictures of people, like, doing things. Like, we talked about that FOMO sort of situation. It's less, like, people doing things oh. and more like just okay. things that people find are interesting. Yeah. 
which is great. My problem with Instagram is that it's and Pinterest. It's made us all believe that one aesthetic and one life goal is what we should all be working towards. You know what I mean? Right. It, yeah. It's really diluted. Like, in a lot of ways, it's made people pursue this ideal that doesn't exist or that's really hard to achieve. But it's also diluted the range of what we think is cool, right? Like, how much shiplap have you seen in your life? I mean, you know, it's like, it, yeah, I think it's really kind of condensed our culture in a lot of ways instead of opening it up like you think it would but yeah, I do that. but yeah so anything to get away from that sort of mentality i'm about <laughs> of everybody has to look the same and do the same thing you know yes. that's always do you think that i know i feel like i've heard threats that um you know colleges that you apply to are going to look at your social media you know or like i like i know when i started working for your mom um in my first accounting job I had locked down my social media. Like my face, I only have Facebook, but I changed my name. That's why my name is Kate Minus A. Uh, and then I made it super private. So even if you searched for me, you couldn't find me. The only way you would find my page is if you were friends with one of my friends and you saw that I commented or liked something. And so they had tried to find me. And the reason I did it is because I didn't want prospective employers to find me. And so I think I had worked there for like a month. And they were like, you are on Facebook? We couldn't find you. And I was like, yeah, that was the plan. So is that still a thing? Like, is it still like the threat? Don't put anything on there because your yeah. employers, your like, do you think colleges actually look at it? I think some do. If like, you were going if you're to rushing. like a, Lock that shit down if you're rushing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Just even when I like first got Instagram and stuff like that, my parents just always told me like, make sure like, don't post anything like too risky or stuff like that because you don't like your employers could see it. Like my dad told me like, yeah, like if I have a new guy, like I'll, if he has Instagram, I'll look him up or stuff like that just to see if he's yeah. a huge partier and like he parties every day. Like, right. I don't really want that on the work, you know, like I have the most embarrassing internet footprint. <laughs> my, <laughs> my friends at friends at Fox made a cake for my birthday one year of pictures they'd found on the internet, which was like, me at State Fair with my lamb and like me in the pageant when I was in high school. I mean, like just embarrassing internet footprint anyway. <laughs> Listeners, if you're interested. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's something that I've thought of though is that I'm so glad I didn't have social media when I was like 15 yeah. because you don't, I mean, your brain just doesn't work fully yet, I don't think. Sorry, 15-year-olds. No. But you know, like even in my 20s, I still will get memories where like on this day, 12 years ago, my status was like D-bags. Like, oh, <laughs> like burn, whoever that was for. You know, like, I'm sure they were like, no, she said this about me, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. So yeah. was that, I mean, do you, do you cringe when you look at yours or have you just started fresh? I mean, like, do you still have things that you did when you were 13 and you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah, I do have something that you're just like, ooh. <laughs> On Instagram, I probably have deleted most of the cringy <laughs> just because I don't want to look at it. But yeah, there's definitely that. Yeah. There. The scary thing is it's still there. So yeah. like if you did something really bad when you were 14, 15, it could still come up yeah. and haunt you. Yeah. Here's something I, I think you guys do. Do you feel sentimental about content? Like, for example, you just deleted them. Yeah. <laughs> Are they saved somewhere? Like, we still, I still care very deeply about pictures. So, like, Snapchat makes me crazy because I'm, I'm saving it constantly. In my Instagram stories, I'm saving it constantly because I just don't want to lose any of that. Like, I'm backing it all up to drives. Like, to me, that's really important. And I feel like you guys, maybe it's a little more disposable. You're like, nobody needs to keep that for eternity. <laughs> yeah. 
Like, some of those pictures I definitely have saved. Yeah. Like, somewhere <laughs> on the computer, I guess. But, like, I think more on social media, you want the presence of being cool, I guess you could say. Yeah. And so, or, yeah. So, like, I know a lot of people who are like, ooh, we don't need anyone seeing that, like, later <laughs> in life. Like, we could just delete that of those. <laughs> I don't feel that about anything. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm a content hoarder. Like, I, I never want to lose any of it. I have some stuff I, w- I would get rid of. <laughs> like, if I could untake that picture, I'd be like, yes, undo. But, but also, like, there maybe is a difference in you and I there, too. When I was in college, at the beginning, it was actual film in a camera. Yeah. So, like, if you had a bad picture on a digital camera, you just deleted it. You didn't print it. We have all those pictures somewhere. Like, there mm-hmm. are photos where I'm like... Oh my gosh, I thought I got rid of the last one of these and then it rears its head again. No. Um, Okay, one more thing I want to cover and uh, in a delicate way. I remember in high school, I was, I think the opposite of idealistic in my mind, like in some ways super idealistic, but. Firmly Republican in every oh, single interesting. way. But I think part of it was because in my mind, there I truly was, didn't know where this was going. <laughs> there was zero way. There was not a chance that at like age 24, I wasn't going to be married with like at least one kid, super wealthy. Yeah. You know, like I was going to be an architect that had everything I wanted, but I was home by 515 to my cute little family in my nice house with my SUV and my dog. And, you know, like yeah. everything was going to be perfect. So I think that fed into it a little bit because I, I didn't feel as much sympathy towards like, People that needed, like, Medicaid or homeless people, you know, like, the social programs, I was like, those people got themselves where they are. And I think I was just mm. privileged enough to take for granted that it wasn't because of where I was lucky to be born into. It was because I worked for these things. No, I didn't. I was 18, you know. <laughs> but anyways, so I feel like that's the backstory for Did my... you grow up in a Republican household where both your parents were Republican? Nope. My dad's Democrat. Uh, my mom's Democrat. I'm, we're split, too. Yeah. My dad... But I was very, family. like, I remember, I thought I was very, like, aware of the political scene, and I thought I knew what I liked and what I didn't like, and now I'm, I'm not, like, a true Democrat or Republican now, but I'm very different than I was in high school. Um, so I guess what I'm, <laughs> the longest question ever, um, <laughs> what I'm wondering is, you know, like with how crazy the political world has been the last three years, is it, is it that way in high school? Like, is there the conflicts? Do you have the people that you just can't talk about politics with or, you know, like that kind of stuff? I mean, how present is that kind of stuff? Yeah, okay. So we definitely have some kids who are like all the way Democrat or all the way Republican, but I feel like most of us are, like, in the middle because just of all, like, oh, this side sucks, and then it's like, oh, this side, they did this. So you're just kind of like, what's the truth kind of in a way with all the news and stuff like Mm -hmm. that? So, But, yes, there's definitely some people that are like, oh, do not bring – like, I had – Somebody on the dance team who's very democratic and we're like just jokingly we would bring her like a hat that said make America great again. <laughs> just like to be funny. That like, wasn't Darcy's hat today, by the way. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and so like just yeah, this be isn't funny, recording my faces, like, is it? <laughs> she'd show us like just her just throwing in the trash and like just like being funny, like 
I'm a Democrat. Like, do not bring this again to me and stuff like that. <laughs> but it was just like that, I guess you could say. Yeah, which I think probably some of that change would be just that the world has changed. That the, the parties, I think, are more polarized against each other yeah. in a lot of ways, I yeah. think. But it was probably that way somewhat. I'm trying to think. You know, I just wasn't very political until I had to be, you know. Um, just didn't have an interest in it? No. I don't I mean, know why I did. Well, it was safer, too. Everything was, you know, candidates campaigned to be the most moderate. Like, that was the appeal. I'm the most moderate. Both, you know, I'm going to help everyone in America. Now they campaigned to be the most extreme, right? And we're living right. that right now, the most extreme version of the grossest parts of one particular side you know Mm -hmm. that's and that's the goal that's you know which is all i think um you know obviously 24-hour news cycle and social media played a big role in that you said that it the the reporting and the stories you hear are so one-sided and whatever what is your litmus test like what's how do you test a story to know if it's something you care about don't care about believe don't believe um i guess okay Usually, like, I look up both sides and stuff like that. I know but, you're not the one getting duped by this. <laughs> so I just, for yeah. our baby boomer r- listeners, <laughs> how do you tell if a story's true or not? Right. I don't know. I guess look at both sides. But mainly I hear it, I guess you could say, from my friends. Because, like, I'm kind of like you. Like, I kind of try to stay out of it because yeah. it just starts an argument of why this side's right and this side's not right. Yeah. And so usually my friends will just tell me both sides of it. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like... Well, that sounds true. But that doesn't sound true, or stuff like that. I You're also know. not on Facebook, so you don't see a lot of the. Yeah. Right. <laughs> You're not seeing a lot. Or of Or when you do see it, it's it's less. It's not part of your daily life. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Well, we have to let you go. One, two more things to just wrap gotta, up here. Just gotta get to work. Yeah. <laughs> just to go save the lives at the pool. Heck yeah. Um. So, number one, um, I guess. Uh, my brain isn't working we'll edit that out Uh, (laughs) or we won't and you'll let it hear that Um, and was I thinking about like is there a big takeaway that you want us to have from the you know like um, but I don't know what it would be I mean I feel like that's a hard question to pose to you I got it what would you like us to know about your generation what there you go what's the rabbit what's the big picture idea that we can take away you're speaking for your generation here. Oh, gosh, no, a lot no of pressure. pressure. Yeah, no kidding. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think we're more about, like, like we go, like, especially, like, me, like, okay, for me, like, in high school, all I did was go, 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 go. Like, my summers were, like, say my senior year, before my senior year, I woke up at 6, went and ran for cross country because I was still deciding between cross country and volleyball. Then I'd go live for two hours. And I'd go work from 12 to 9, and then I'd come home, and I'd be like, oh, my gosh, I still got to do something fun. So I think, like, being okay with, like, us having, like, a mental day just to be like, okay. Like, I just – just to give us some time to, like, rejuvenate because that's, I think, when we get to be, like, crappy. and Like, that's just from my personal preference. But I just feel like we're super, like, go, go, go kind of type. Like, we Mm -hmm. don't want to stop, and we want to make things better, and we want to be the best. And I feel like we just – 
that's an America. Days. That's an America yeah. problem. That yeah. we're on you guys. <laughs> yeah, we just need like mental days and to just be like, okay, with just a. I just had this conversation okay. with my thirty-one-year-old cousin who's a farmer. He's like, it just never stops. Like the the texts never stop. The work yes. never stops. There's no separation for my family and like. When we go up, you know, to the mountains and lose our cell signal, that's that's the break I get. You know, yeah. I mean, so the idea of a yeah. mental health day would never have crossed my mind as an eighteen-year-old, for sure. No, I mean, I, I think I took my own time in that in that way, maybe, but I didn't at all have an idea for, or of a word for it, or the yeah. the fact that it was something that could be good. You know, yeah. Um, and I okay. did suffer that. I burnt myself out hard, hard, hard at that age. You know. What yeah, I, mean? I think I did too. Yeah. And they crashed down hard because it wasn't accepted <laughs> to to take it yeah. to take a break for yourself. Yeah. No, you couldn't. No. Um. It was lazy, or it was like you know. Yeah, that's the biggest fear. You're just blowing all your money lazy. on yeah. Isn't it? Starbucks yeah. and avocado toast. You don't want to be that. Yeah. You could have a house if you didn't buy that avocado toast. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's maybe not quite your problem. Yeah, so. <laughs> uh, last question. You've probably never listened to our podcast, I would imagine, um, but we like to make our guests do a little bit of the work for us. So our general topic is just something that we don't understand. Um, you know, what what would be something interesting we could tackle? Um, so do you have any ideas of a topic that we could? We've talked to like a news reporter and a Reiki healer and a former SeaWorld employee and a kid who was adopted. You know, so just yeah. somebody with an interesting, what's an interesting story you'd like to hear more about? Mm-hmm. Or an interesting topic? Um, maybe like the difference between like high school nowadays, like I know a ton of people have to like work like, I, I have a ton of friends who, like, like work more to support themselves, and that might be the way, but, like, the difference between them and then the people who are, like, who go out for all the sports. Because, like, I know, like, I have a friend who, like... That it is a luxury to be able to do yeah. that. Yeah. I don't know, maybe something like that. That is interesting. Actually, I talked to my niece about that on the way here, because I think that was part of my, like, misconception of the world is that I just took for granted that... If you made good choices, you were going to be successful in life. Period. You know, like that's how life worked. Yeah. And then you know, like cut to two months later, and I'm like, wait a minute, this is harder than I signed up for. Like, I need to be able to just do something because I want to do it, and I'm trying. You know, and um, I had no idea that what how privileged I was that I didn't have a job until I was 18, and even then, my job was because I wanted money. Like. I didn't have to, you know, there's kids that maybe have to chip in with their bills at home. I mean, yeah. or if they want to go to a sport, they like a camp, they have to pay for it. Mm-hmm. And that was never a factor for me. So that the, is a... The fact that you're aware of that socioeconomic discrepancy, though, at your age. I yeah, think how? I think that's You're going into too. college and you already know that? I think, <laughs> yeah. I think that's what I see with this generation, though. It's, it's They're woke. Yeah, they're very, very informed. What they do with that, I think, maybe still aligns with teenagers, you know, with the kids their age you know and, and some people use it wield it correctly and some people wield it shamefully but I think the amount of information they have is what really differentiates this generation because they know that that disparity exists you, you know like we all kind of you, you know oh yeah it's important but we don't understand the depth of what that really means maybe yeah I yeah. don't know yeah all right. Well, thank you Kelsey. Yeah, no problem. We'll let you thank go you. save the lives at the pool. All right. <laughs> all right. 
So since we didn't get to talk about it a ton at the beginning, I guess we'll um, maybe we'll do a little wrap up on this one. Yeah, that's cool. We can add some some wrap up. <laughs> so surprises from the discussion today, things that didn't align with what you expected. I think maybe the lack of change in some of the way, you know, mm-hmm. like the. Yeah. I in my mind I really felt like like eighty percent of kids were gonna be sexually active. You know? <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like everything seems faster and crazier now, you know? I just think it's less. I think they seem like such and I'm sorry, wimps. I really do. <laughs> I feel like I you know <sighs> Wait a minute, so are you saying if you don't have sex, you're a wimp? No, yeah, that's, that's, what, what, that's what I like to say. Darcy yeah. Lucas Behensky yeah. on the record. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean but just what I, you know, I I feel like their parents are super involved in their lives. I feel like, you know, it takes a special kid to not be super coddled. You know, I, I, and I think, I think, good job, Kelsey's parents, because I feel like she's um, grown up. She's an adult. She's ready to face the world. You know what I mean? I think she's got a really good sense of who she is. Well, I mean, in all honesty, I feel like that wasn't luck that we ended up with that. I... I have had a good um, impression of her family. Mm-hmm. And so when I tried to think high school students, I'm like, I didn't want like the queen bee. I didn't want the girl no. that is going to say what we want to hear, but probably was ruining people's lives. Yeah. You know, so I didn't want that. But then I also didn't want someone that really struggled through high school because I feel like they're going to come at it from such a different perspective and be angry mm-hmm. or, you know, yeah. and then I did. I reached out to a friend, and I was just like, "Do you have an idea of a high schooler?" Because I thought maybe I don't know Kelsey Belga. Maybe she is the mean girl. Yeah, <laughs> she's not. I I didn't think she was. But you know, you don't know. I feel yeah. you know. I feel like people have an an image, and then that's what you think about them, and you don't actually know. Yeah. And so I reached out to someone that I thought would be a more credible, like she. And her first recommendation was, and yeah. I was like, okay. Like, that lines up with what I was thinking. I'm taking it as a sign. I'm going to run with it. So I do think that maybe we lucked out and had a a very well-rounded example of someone with a good perspective. I think so, too. Um, And it was good just having graduated, too, I think is a nice perspective. Right. I did. And that was a little intentional, too, because I thought if you're still in it. It's hard to see it. It's harder. Yeah. And to talk about it. Um, the, The thing that really stood out to me and we had a little bit of a technical difficulty, so I don't know how much of this we got and how much we didn't, <sighs> is that she had had no interaction, no visibility with drugs of any kind, with that marijuana, really with me. nothing. Yeah. Which was definitely not my experience. I had, you know, when I was an eighth grader, somebody brought drugs to my house to a sleepover, and we had to flush, you know, brought marijuana, and we had to flush it. You know, we went through this whole thing. My mom was so mad because she found out at sitting at a basketball game that this had all happened. I didn't tell her that it happened. They just handled it. (laughs) She didn't need to know. Um, I I still maintain that she didn't need to know in the moment. (laughs) But she did get, someone else's mom did know. (laughs) And that's when she came home, and she was like, yeah, he flushed the drugs down the toilet. Yeah, but we definitely knew, we knew of, of one student in particular in Holdridge who I know, know for a fact, used cocaine in high school in Holdridge. And that isn't where I went to school, but, you know. Um, so I just had a lot more familiar familiarity with it. Also, I grew up in Oxford where people's parents use drugs all the time, so it was like, you know. Right, I feel like maybe Oxford is a pretty yeah. drug-rich <laughs> environment. It is. it is, But I still was surprised because I felt like going into college – 
I tried to hide the fact that I'd never been exposed to it. Oh, Not yeah. that I was like doing it, but just the fact that when I went to a party, I'd be like, oh yeah, I know what that is. I don't want any, yeah. but I totally know what you're talking about and I know it exists. And, you know, like. Yeah. I had a boss tell me one time that the reason he never, you know, because then I was in Los Angeles and you see a lot more of it, obviously. And the boss told me, he was like, uh, I've never used cocaine. I've never tried cocaine because I've never wanted to be the person who's using it. Like if I look around a party and see people who have used it, I'm never like, oh, I want to be that guy. <laughs> like he's like, there's never been a cool example that I'm like, that's where I want to be. Like, that's yeah. where, you know, and I, I started watching that and I was like, oh, yeah. Like that never looks like a good time from the outside, you know? Yeah. But, no, I think I would agree with that. Yeah. Which I think is interesting. And I think it's funny that that would be a different perspective on that because I think that should be how we all think about it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I will, I don't go get my hair cut by somebody that I don't like their hair. Yeah, that's right. Like, I'm, I've never, Yeah. <laughs> there, there are some people that I, like, I'm like, yeah, they do hair, but I've never looked at them and thought, I want to look more like that. So why wouldn't you equate that with, like, drugs? But yeah. I, it's never crossed my mind. Yeah, I always thought that was a really good that they should use that in dare. <laughs> like, yeah. Just watch somebody do it once and see. Right. See someone like be. tweaking yeah. on anything and think, do you want to do that? No. Like, <laughs> they tell me one time, they're like, it isn't really like you think it is. It just makes the party go longer. Like it just makes the party last longer. And it doesn't really affect you. I'm like, I'm watching you. <laughs> like, I'm looking at you currently. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, you know, that's not what it seems like. <laughs> uh, I was exposed to ecstasy the summer after mm. high school. And it was the freakiest thing. <laughs> and then I don't think, honestly, I think it's, it was just totally random that I saw it. Because I don't know that I ever was in that situation again. Yeah. You know, I, I, in the last 18 years, I think it was that one time. And I remember being at that party and someone said, are you rolling? <laughs> and I didn't know what it meant, but I was like, I'm going to go You're with like, no. Rolling with the yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm into it. <laughs> we have seen movies besides Clueless, but no, just, just like that one. one. Yeah, it's just that one. <laughs> but no, I was like, no. And then like ten minutes later, an older girl came over and she's like, "If someone asks you if you're rolling, say no." And I was like, "Thanks, it's too late." But yes, I did guess the right answer. Yeah. But I do remember in that situation thinking like, "Well, everyone here's doing it." I still didn't. Yeah. But there was the temptation. Yeah. But I think, I don't know. In my mind, it seems like that all would have progressed so much more, and that would have just been like the normal Thursday night party for everyone now. Yeah. But apparently not. No. Good. Well, and the other thing that I thought was interesting was uh, Visco, the app she was showing us. Yeah. Because there's no interaction. There's no feedback, essentially. And I even remember with Snapchat, that being something that really, and with stories to a degree, um, you know, I'm somehow from the age, you know, I, I started Facebook my freshman year of college. We got access to Facebook because okay. um, UNL was one of the, like, approved schools to have it. And we got it through our EDU account, you know. <laughs> um, so is your Facebook still associated with an EDU account? <laughs> no, it's changed since okay. then. But, yeah. <laughs> I was like, you surely don't still when have access to that wide, email. Yeah. But, you know, it was very much built on that world of, like, trying to build college popularity and get to know people in college and building this new world order. So, like, all that, you know, feedback, the likes and the comments and, you know, all of that felt like acceptance maybe to me. Right. Um, so when you get a platform that doesn't have that, 
I, it makes it gets I get a little unnerved. And I'm really um, I'm a good liker. I'm a good commenter. Even on Instagram stories, I do a lot of those quick reactions and like mm-hmm. interact with people a lot because it still is unnerving to me to put something out there and be like, I don't know if they like it or they don't like it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, I don't know. And I'm also in, you know, with filmmaking, you're in a world where you expect reviews and critiques and feedback. You know, feedback's a big part of it. So, I, so it's I, just part of your world. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, I need the feedback. The way my generation, why me at my age is wired, I still need the feedback. Ugh. I'm good at liking things, I think. <laughs> I yeah. don't comment a ton. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I don't think that I'm as tied to that as mm-hmm. like I have friends that will be like only 60 people have liked my post and 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 like they'll be like and you didn't and I'm like oh sorry like yeah. I'll go like your picture <laughs> like I was in it so I've I don't know if I've never said that I've never no. said that. <laughs> although you know actually I do have a couple people in my life who have never acknowledged the presence of my daughter oh. in any way shape or form that we, I mean, we've been friends for 15 years, and they've never. Yeah, that's a little. Yeah, never liked a thing with her, never, and I know very specifically that they have, you know, and that that, and and they're interactive, and they interact with other things on my, but. And they probably have no idea that that's even on your. Yeah. Like her, you know, that you're thinking about that. Yeah. There's sometimes it feels very intentional in other situations too. There's sometimes those likes and comments feel very intentional and the withholding of them feels very intentional. Uh, so I guess our sponsor this week, such as it is, <laughs> we would like to thank the Holdridge Public Library. Um, For the use of their beautiful conference room we're yes. in right now. I just came back from a week-long travel sesh, so we were not ready to record this in my basement. <laughs> <laughs> I felt a little cruel being like, oh, you got back at 2.30? I'll be there at 9. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So thank you, Holdridge Public, Public Library. Your conference room is more than we could have hoped for. It's perfect, yes. Yeah. Uh, and thank you so much to Kelsey for yeah. talking so candidly with us. And I would have liked to talk to her for another three and a half hours. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I feel like there's so many things I want to know. <laughs> we barely got started on this, I, I feel like. Our new series is just um, interviewing Kelsey Belgum. Maybe I can <laughs> just shoot her text. Maybe she can just respond to text messages for me. Like, is this cool? Am I too old? Yeah. Can I, am I pulling this off? Yeah. <laughs> if you have to ask, you're not. Dang it. <laughs> but yeah, thank you for listening and hanging in there. Hopefully we can get these technical issues you know, hammered out. Ugh, yes. Bear with us. This was a, like I said, kind of a hack job, crazy time. We'll do better next time, I promise. Will we? We will. We mm. will. Got to find a guest. If you've got an idea for a guest, email us yes. at noconceptpod at gmail.com. We do read your emails. We really like them. Um, and, yeah, if you stumble across someone interesting, we're the people to tell. <laughs> or if you would like to sponsor an episode, sponsor a hat, Reach out at noconceptpod at gmail.com. Did I say the email wrong before? I don't know. I don't know. Noconceptpod at gmail.com. Or on Facebook or on Insta, whatever you want to do. Not on Visco because we're not there. And also, apparently, you can't reach out. (laughs) There's no interaction. (laughs) (laughs) So, with that, Darcy and I are going to go start Visco profiles. (laughs) We're just on Facebook with Kelsey's grandma. (laughs) She's laughing at us. I'm on a I'm on a new Facebook group called a, a group where we all talk like boomers. <laughs> it's just making fun of old people using Facebook, <laughs> and that's my brand of social media. <laughs> <laughs>
So we're old and we have to go, I don't know, get our walkers ready. Take a centrum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. Bye. See you next time.